to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. Hey, everybody. Hey. What's up? Yo. Hey isn't only for horses. Guess what this is? This is another midweek Wonderland Bazooka. I think we're sticking with the name. I don't know. Every it, it might yeah. be it might be weird to see like episode this number, then something something with podcasts and something because we'd play the podcast name game with every song episode we yeah. final episode we do. But and then to have every other episode be midweek Wonderland Bazooka. So I think we're going to have to find some way to designate each one. Maybe. I mean, should we just, every other podcast will be named the same thing? I mean, is that, I mean, I guess that's like a our show. I don't know. Well, I would say like with other popular podcasts, like Joe Rogan has like He fight does Fight night. Companion, right? He does you know Fight Companion like, every time and it always says Fight Companion. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing wrong with that. No, you, okay. You're right. It'll be the name of the show. Right. Who knows? We could say some ridiculous shit tonight, right? And that could be become a name of it. Maybe we could. Maybe it could have its own little mini theme song. Ooh, it's mini theme. <laughs> so we should. Uh, we should midweek theme it, and then have the normal podcast mm. theme it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Or we could. I don't know. This needs its own special effects, dude. We need to be shooting. Oh, you're right. You're, we need to be the fight. The fight noises. Yeah, because we'll give some midweek down. We'll give some midweek fight beat downs, some beat downs, some knowledge right. stuff, and we just gotta. And then every once in a while, we'll be like punch, learning shit, punch the truth. You know what I mean? Yep. Very cool. That. All right. <laughs> so welcome to this. Yeah, guys. Hey, I hope your hump day went all right. Mine was. Mine was actually really, really uneventful. Yeah, <laughs> work work wise, uh-huh. work wise. Um, yeah, didn't have a lot of cars to work on today again. Um, no, I so I, I put together some shocks, some struts actually, some mm-hmm. strut assemblies. Put together a couple strut assemblies. Um, spooled a new spool of wire f- onto a winch for somebody. Gotcha. So they had they had bad cable. It was frayed in a couple spots, and so we took off their old cable off their winch and put new cable on. And that's really just it's it's actually kind of fun. So we get to stretch the oh, cable yeah. out across the shop, hook it to the forklift because the uh, forklift is heavy as fuck. Uh, and then, and I just get to stand there and press a button, and you know, wearing my big leather gloves and mm. guiding the the cable so it looks real nice and lays perfect back and forth across uh, the spool. Uh. Um, it's because it's got to look good the first time. Oh, yeah. They'll fuck it up. They'll never spool it as good as I'll spool the cable. Oh, well, maybe true. they will. Maybe if they're real good. But If they like doing it. But, yeah, so we, we hook it to the forklift and, and tow the forklift across the shop. Because um, you got to have at least like 600 pounds, 700 pounds of weight against the the cable. Yeah, to really make a difference. Well, stretch it. Well, well, not, yeah, stretch it. Stretch it too, but... Mm. Um, Make sure when you're good. when you're spooling it, you want the cable to be as tight as it can because the cable won't stretch too much. It won't stretch under 500 pounds mm. at all. 
Um, but what you want to do is you want to have it as tight as you can around the drum when you're spooling it on the winch. That way, when you drag it out to something, you know, you, you realistically want to spool out unless you have to really go a far away or something like that. Cause you can freewheel it, but then it just, whoosh, and like kind of quick unspools, but you just don't want any slack around the drum because then if you hook to something real heavy and you start winching in, it's going to want to tighten it's going to back. And well, like you'll have some loose spots and then you'll have the cable go between, go between a couple strands of looser cable and mm. then like create a knot yeah, on yeah. the drum. And once you get something really winch bad, if like, if you had a bad spool and you start winch on something, dude, I've, it's been a bitch to untangle some fucking oh, I'm sure. knots, rats, nests of cable that guys will just mess up. So mm. we spool cable for people. That's cool. Yeah. That's good stuff. But so I did that. That was it. And then I worked on my bug for a bit today. That's tight. Got some just more body work, some more metal work done. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's slow. Yeah. Slow project. Yep. What about you, man? Work. I had a meeting in another store. Oh, yeah, uh, you went to the 82nd store today. Yeah, it was across town. And, yeah, it was a good meeting. A uh, good portion of it was about leadership and about being a manager. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, good good stuff, mostly. He is a pretty positive person, so that that's kind of nice. But he also sees it from our perspective pretty well for being someone that's kind of was, as high up the person it, who ran the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Was he, so he's high up. Um, but did, has he worked mm. in actual stores of Walmart? Like did he yeah. start? As well, a, he actually, he hadn't worked, um, as a department manager for Walmart or anything, but, um, he's worked in grocery for 30 years and he started off like going to school, like to cut meat actually. So he's, kinda, Oh wow. He, he got that by trade and then, um, he went to trade school to cut meat, he said, and then, yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff, dude. Impressive resume. Very and, cool. Uh, yeah. So I don't know when he kind of says stuff about leadership and management. I, I don't know. It's weighted because I know he's. It de- has cred to it. Yeah, dude. Total creds. <laughs> Perfect. Nah, it was good. It was, uh, yeah, it made me kind of think about my skills and sharpening up and kind of, I don't know made me think about the reasons why some of my other managers that do well, how they act and react to people. Um, do you like, so noticing flaws in the way they do or just like not maybe not, maybe not flaws, but, um, like, like maybe weaknesses or, or things they could work on. I don't know. Well, it wasn't so much. It was, it was more like, uh, I well, I'll just use an example of someone that okay. I work with. Yeah, yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Give an example. So, um, story time. A, a manager that I've had before in the past always came up to me, and they were really mad. This is one of the better managers I've actually ever worked for. Um, in the mornings, every morning, you know, you'd come in, and you know, they'd be really short with you. You know, would be all freaking, you know, business. Okay. Kind of on your ass about it, you know, to be real yeah. hard. And uh, that's fine, you know, uh, if you can handle it. Some people crack under pressure pretty easy, which is kind of funny to watch, too. People squirm. Mm, but I, I have, I have, but I don't know. I kind of like the challenge. But, um, but, uh, 
Yeah. Example? You were so. Yeah, my example was. I'm kind of forgetting where I was going. <laughs> That's okay. Shit. It was just work and leadership, and you were noticing that a manager used to have um, things that they would do every morning. Oh, they yeah, would yeah. I'd always think that they'd be like mad at me or something, and I would, you know, kind of let it get in my head, like, or just think about it like too passionately. Uh, think about it like, oh, man, th- maybe this guy doesn't like me or la la la. But okay. really, I think it was kind of like a tactic that they used. Cause to like by get the, you started in the well morning? by the by the by the middle of the day they'd come up to me and say oh I really like this I really like that okay this is starting to turn around and I don't know everyone some people aren't morning people just in general but uh, right yeah so maybe it was a thing of motivation like they would be a little hard at first they would get you like um, you know they would they would get you like oh man guess mm. yourself maybe start you off working maybe a little harder or kind of psychologically set you up for like working hard. And then they would give you a confidence boost in the midday mm. going like, Hey, you worked hard. Like good job. Right. And some would, people, some people are the exact opposite <laughs> actually. <laughs> and they'll be like super nice. And then out of nowhere, they'll just be like, Oh, this isn't done right. This isn't done right. And then it's like this makeup game this whole time. You know what I mean? Okay. So I don't know. There's so many different like, I don't know, be good at your job and also be adequate or not be, you know. Yeah. So I think that in my role, it's all about attitude and kind of being able to get the most out of the people that are around you, too. Okay. Yeah. I work super hard. I work. I lead by example. I throw as much freight as the next guy, obviously. But, I mean, really, if you want to be successful as a leader, you know, you got to encourage people. And make them want to work for you. Yeah. And almost talk them into, you know, wanting to be better themselves. I don't know. That's important. Oh, like, make, talk talk them into being better themselves. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show them the reasons why it's a good but thing. But make it their idea. Right. Right? Kind of make it their idea to make mm. themselves better. Right. But show them the benefits mm. of doing it or something. Yeah, okay. That's cool because I see like... I do that. I guess, I guess I do that with Kyle a little bit at my work. Um, but he, he's really, he really accepts the fact that he's green in the job, you know? So that's cool. It is. It is. So he, like, I don't have a lot of time, like having to explain to him, Hey, you're still new at this. Like he goes, he, he'll like, he'll mess up on something or forget to do something or, you know, do something backwards. (laughs) And, Unfortunately, and um, mm. like, hey man, you did this, and he goes, God, I, I know I'm new. I just need to slow down. Like he'll tell himself these things, yeah, which is good. Like he'll kind of auto course correct. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But at the same time, sometimes I feel like because maybe I, I don't know. I feel like he doesn't really take it very hard. Yeah. On his fuck ups, like when he has a fuck up, it's just okay, man. It's cool, you know. You're learning; it's no big thing. Right. This is what to do, right? And like he does it, um, but like where I learned on my fuck ups was like it left and it went down the road, and somebody like a tire fell off, right? Or like some bad something happened. bad fucking happened. Something else broke. It had to be towed back. 
Like didn't tighten that freaking oil pan screw up and now well, the oil I'll, shoots out the bottom. So I've, I've never done that. Okay, I've, ne- I've well, never it left. Happens. But oh yes, it does. It happens. To oh man, it happened multiple times at my old shop, the mm. last shop I worked at here in Oregon. Multiple times, the fuckers left with fucking. That's wild. <laughs> forgetting to tighten the oil pan. Yeah, that's funny shit. Um, drain plugs. Um, but no, man. You know, we all learn hard. <laughs> We, you'll make a mistake, and it'll really be a mistake, and oh, fucking, you're the only one to blame. And those are important. Um, I have this thing I, re- I found out, I read today, and it, it's a quote by a dude named, he's a comedian, he's also kind of like an intellectualist kind of guy. Um, his name is Duncan Trussell. And he's been on Rogan's podcast a few times. He has his own podcast, which I subscribe to, which I really recommend, actually, guys. He has a lot of... So he's kind of Buddhist, and he really takes an alternate, like, quote, you know, unquote, hippie, but but really, (laughs) like, love everybody, you know, be at one with nature, be at one with the world. Um, He really takes that to heart, and he follows a really, like, kind of... You know, he reads the heart of Krishna and just he's he's a Buddhist and but but he mm-hmm. but but very realistic in like the way he looks at the world. Yeah. And so I have this quote from him that I read today that I I love. And good. And I'm gonna read it for everybody here. Share said loved quote. I will. I'm. I'm going to try and make this bigger. Hold on. Um, I'm, I got to pull this up in a second. Talk about. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, we want to. We went on a little wild work tangent. Yeah, we we're going on work tangent, and then, <laughs> and then no. But this was about. So we were just at. Um, sorry for everybody who's like, you guys are just taking so long to get to this. <laughs> God, I know we are. I'm. I'm. Tr- I'm trying to go fast. Um, okay, so anyway, we are talking about like having to learning the hard way, basically. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and this he uses the word heartbreak, but when I read this, I was thinking about not like so much like emotionally re- relationship heartbreak, mm-hmm. but like really just like oh. Like being distraught, like be, really just like being, being some, something, something break your ego, mm. something tell you that you failed. You're not that good. Punch the gut. Yeah. Knock to your pride. And absolutely. Bad, absolutely. You know? So when I, when I read this, that's what, where my brain went. Not so, I mean, I don't know in the context that he was, t- I don't know if he, cause he uses the word heartbreak at the beginning of it. And that kind of sets the premise for the whole thing. He says, um, but I don't know if he was talking just relationship or if he was, you know, meaning more of like it could be heartbreak over anything, not, mm. you know, maybe not a loved one. The quote. Uh, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> sorry. It's a beautiful idea that heartbreak is actually your ego cracking. The moment that the moment that cracks, you're in the experience of truth. And when you're in the experience of truth. That's when you can really become who you are. But to get to who you are, it's like when a bone heals the wrong way. That's what a lot of people's entire personality is. It's like a bone that grew the wrong way. 
And now it needs a fucking, it, it needs a snap, a crack. You need that, that initial fucking thing, and it hurts. We're pain avoiding creatures. So we think like that. We're always running from this pain. But the problem is, as we're running from pain, we're still exactly in pain. Deep. Yeah. But cool. I love the line. He goes, but to get to who you are, it's like when a bone heals the wrong way. That's what a lot of people's entire personality is. Mm-hmm. And it really does explain that. It's yeah. You had a healthy, solid bone and something broke that bone mm-hmm. and it didn't heal right. And that formed the entire, per- like your collarbone. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Your yeah. fucking collarbone right there yeah. is that bent little motherfucker is some people. It's my little... And yeah. and it not not that it impairs you, but it impairs <laughs> no. people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but but you know what happens when you have a bone like that? And it, if it actually was impairing your movement, and all of a sudden you were getting weird mm. shoulder problems, you it know what they would snap. do? They would re-break that bone. <laughs> yes, they would. And, and they, they would, would reset, reset it, it mm. in the right position to put everything back mm. together. So sometimes we need that fucking snap. Right. We need that shock. We need that thing of despair, like you said, the punch in the gut. Mm-hmm. To let you know, you're cul- you're culpable. You're able to fail, but we get stronger from that. True story. Yeah. So you know, you're talking about you know giving people the guidance to realize they want to get better. That's awesome. That's all. You're in a way you're structurally breaking the bone. It's not like a big slam, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you're doing it. Maybe it's yeah. like long, long, like physical therapy versus just set putting a cast and you're fucking healed. I don't know. No, I get it. That's awesome for the for the emotion, for the soul, for the for the um, character building. for the ego at work. The you know the, the the thing that should drive you. You mend that. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that was a quote, Duncan Trussell. Good stuff. What do you got? You took notes. You had something that you weren't going to tell me about. You told me you wanted to talk about something oh, that you man. thought of perfect, but you weren't going to tell me what it was. Oh, just something fucking nuts happened the other day, man. Oh, please. And it's silly. But you know what? Me. I feel like there's other people out there that are probably like, dude, this happens. It's it's a serious issue. Tell me. Let me know. So I'm, I'm eating this salad, right? Just mowing eating some salad i'd already eaten the freaking meat because i just needed that first protein so it's salad time and you know i'm not the type of guy that just has like a couple little things in the salad i like to have all kinds of random shit in salad it's gotta be like you have extravagant fucking salads dude you kind of even go crazier than i do but my instance like i noticed that all the fucking like i like olives in my salad I love and all the damn olives were all gravitating together, man. It was like this little, like, it just like, I don't know why. <laughs> they were just like, no matter just, what, dude. I stirred, I gave it hell, man, and dude, you would just find that like you would be eating through your were, salad, and like maybe you'd get a good bite with some good a good dispersion of olives to lettuce to other you know things in your salad, and then all of a sudden you're like. God, this is looking more and more like lettuce. 
I haven't <laughs> shaken this thing. It, the salad hasn't set anywhere. <laughs> Yet all my fucking olives have moved. Moved to a thing. Right? To, the, to this part of my dish that... See, you notice, like, I don't know, sometimes I put seeds in my salad. Oh, sometimes yeah. those like, just like sesame sink. seeds, sunflower oh, yeah. seeds. Yeah, they like sink to the bottom sometimes, but not nearly as bad as the fucking olives. As the crazy like olives just want to hang. Dude, I guess you're right. We put olives in our salads quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I do notice that. And here's the other thing I notice because we put feta cheese in our salads, mm. and I always notice that the cheese goes inside the olives. I don't, Without don't, a doubt, the cheese always goes in the olive, which is kind of so. Cool. I, I have little kind of, but but you like just the olive flavor, but, but I have sometimes, yeah, yeah, and like like you know, I I dice other things small. I kind of like my onions diced small in salads, mm-hmm. other things like that. No other, like I don't, I'm not finding an extor- exorbitant amount of um little diced onions, little diced olives. onions in my olives, or. You know, like like middles of tomatoes and the juices and stuff and of tomatoes and like you kind of get like the middle clear pulpy delicious juicy part of the tomatoes where the seeds like the seeds membranes hang on to you know oh yeah those will break free from the outer meat of the tomato itself and uh, float around your salads right those don't go in my olives right the feta right up in there dude they're All day. encroaching on the olives mm. hard yeah. It is weird how certain like are a fucking. Bl- do you think it's like texturally they just like are able to like cling? <laughs> no, I don't know. I bet it's, the physics to explain this is really big, <laughs> right? Like how and why the salad mixes the way it mixes. Why do protons and antipro or yeah protons and antiprotons find each other in in space? The same reason that olives do weird things in salads. <laughs> I bet. Why not? If you can, if you could figure out a thing to keep olives apart, man, you could maybe find space travel. Maybe, maybe Do find you, time travel. I mean, is there ever going to be a product out there that's going to just change the fucking <laughs> salad game, dude? That's going to like just what make be, it like perfect proportional bites. Like it just like. So it would have to be a gun of some kind, not a gun, more <laughs> of a dispenser. Yeah. And you would, so you would say, I want a salad. I want the salad with romaine lettuce and kale. I also want cucumbers. I want olives. I want tomatoes. I want onions. Um, I want some little bites of strawberry, Mm. um, feta cheese, and lemon and lime and olive oil on it. Mm. That sounds like a pretty good salad. You would have have a little machine that would give you all of those things <laughs> in every wouldn't. bite, and and so you like you'd it'd be opening your mouth and like putting your mouth up to this dispense. Almost, I don't know. Maybe that's a little intense. Okay, maybe I don't know if I had ever put maybe, any, maybe I don't know if I've ever just go up to a machine and put my mouth up to it <gasps> and open and it would just shove and food just in your mouth, put in, shit in my mouth in perfect increments of flavor that would be like it feels really every good. Every bite, every bite would be the best possible, scientifically, mathematically proven by the amount of molecules and and sweeteners and all these things that would be Think naturally. Do it. Like coffee, like people just walk up to like. Oh, 
quick fucking coffees and just oh. grab them. Just spray it in their mouth. I don't know, man. Or okay, so what about this? What if the dispenser plopped it onto your fork and then you had to actually put it in your mouth yourself with a fork, but it would dispense it onto your fork. So you weren't just putting your mouth to this machine. You were. It was dispensing the food to a a. a, a See how else would how else would you get perfectly <laughs> balanced bites? It's a crazy thought. Randomness mm-hmm. in the way rand. I mean, it, if it's in a bowl, you're going to get a weird balance, right? Bite. Well, you'd have to go with smaller portions, obviously. Smaller portions, I mean, but something would have to divvy them up first for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were put into little bites, and it would shoot them through the air, and you had to catch them in your mouth. <laughs> Oh yeah, and it would just shoot these little, little perfect, game perfect salad balls, like like the right amount of all salad balls. The right, the right dude. amount, dude. So check it, the right salad amount salad balls, a, dog. like half an olive, a little bit of tomato, a little bit of onion, a little bit of all these things wrapped in this tiny little bit of lettuce in this tiny little ball, and you just pop them in your mouth. Dude, we've done it, bro. We've freaking done it. Okay, everyone heard it. No, okay, fuck. No, that's just proof. You, you all listening okay. to this right now, going, God, they came up with it first. I'm getting online right okay. now. I'm copywriting salad well, balls. I mean, I'm what I'm imagining is almost like a little, yeah, dude, just a little wrap of sorts. Yeah, a tiny little wrap. Salad, yeah, sort. but it's it's, it's maybe it's, with like a little freaking like sunburst tomato. But I'm talking like the size of like a peanut butter M M&M. and M, like maybe a little bigger, oh, maybe a tiny, pe- maybe a, maybe a peanut M M&M. and M. I don't know if mm. the craftiness and being that small would be hard, but I'm talking like... See, you I'm thinking bites. I'm thinking like a gumball. Like, like I don't know, like... Okay, maybe uh, maybe like a smaller a meatball. Maybe around, a smaller you know? meatball. Or a chicken yeah. nugget. It's a little smaller than a chicken nugget. <laughs> yeah. Something in there? Yeah. Bites? Okay, that bigger bite-sized. A little smaller than like a, like a, a to-go mil- mm. Milky Way. Yeah, these... Yeah, I think it's doable, dude. So you could like something big enough you could have a whole olive in it, or half, half an olive, and then half like a little olive. chunk of tomato uh-huh. and some onion and a little bit of like some sweet like strawberry or something in there. Mm. Um, you would need yeah. some cukes. Yeah, a little bit of cilantro. Some feta yeah. stuffed inside the fucking olive because it would just grab you and take it there. And then you got to give it and a then you sweet can just name. Salad balls. So we <laughs> <laughs> salad balls, dude. People would love it because, dude, it sounds salad unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. It sounds unhealthy, so people would be into it. They'd be like, "Salad balls, give me some freaking salad balls." Yeah, dude. I don't know. God. Yeah. Hashtag salad balls. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be this this episode of, has got to be. Um, midweek Wonderland bazooka salad balls. <laughs> Why not? We did spend a good little portion about uh, salads talk. are a big part of my life. <laughs> they have become that. Right. Really, I eat salad every day. Mm-hmm. I it's eat. Good stuff. I eat so many vegetables. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I've never eaten this many vegetables in my life, and I've always liked them. Yeah, I've just never. I was. I didn't even eat meat. When I was freaking younger until I was like probably, uh, probably like 13 or 14. Yeah. And then I started eating meat when I was like probably like, yeah, 15 or so. Now I love it. I didn't like potatoes. You look so distinguished with your wine glass and your blazers, uh, your blazers wear, rock aware. 
I actually am drinking uh, well, it's funny. Oregon Blossom wine. It's funny because you're sitting there in your blazers where it's all red and white, right in front of the banner. It's red <laughs> and white. In fact, while we're recording right now, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put it on our Twitter, guys. Be like, this is what Jason <laughs> looks like while he's podcasting. Yep, I'm going to do it. And so you guys should I, can go should on I our Twitter. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Should I see how many? I'll show Follow you. us. On I'll show Twitter. you all the pumps we did today. No, I'm just kidding. I'll look normal. <laughs> We're on Twitter. Our handle is at Time and Stuff Pod because that's what we did. Um, and I'm gonna tweet right now, and you guys are gonna see it. We're gonna do get this your new salad thing. balls. Get your salad balls. Taking a photo. What's happening? Time and stuff. Salad. Got balls. it. Oh shit! It. Oh, God. Why isn't my camera... Okay, we're failing. Keep Jason <laughs> talking about something. I'm going to do this real fast. Dude. What's well, another thing you wrote on your phone? I know you took down notes. Oh, dude. Every Yeah, I write down some freaking I know, things you're the planner. You're so much better planner for well, these than I'm me. Well, pl- I, I plan stuff, but then again, I also like... You know, I forget stuff that I plan. So it's a good thing that I do have my phone and I keep a little bit of notes. <laughs> Not very much, though. It's all extremely vague. Um... Uh, yeah, this is a topic that I kind of wanted to bring up this week. Um, and I feel like people might be, once you hear the topic, you might be like, huh, maybe it's not a big deal. But when you think about it, this is a bond that you've grown to have throughout time that you might not have realized. And it's the relationship that you have with your wallet. Oh. <sighs> You brought it up. I'm glad. I need Okay, hold on. I need to finish this little bit of scotch. Mm -hmm. My wallet, my last wallet, I had for five years. um, And it served me super freaking well. What kind of wallet was it? It was actually a guess wallet, which I I don't know. I don't even remember. Uh, Yeah, okay, I guess, yeah. But, um... Yeah, it was good, dude. Trifold, freaking with the little, you know, middle pocket. That's funny because I have a picture of Jada that I've had since high school. Awesome. And so I've only had that picture in two wallets. So, yeah, it's kind of wild. It lasted forever. Well, now three. So, yeah, I've only had th- uh, four wallets my whole life. You had four wallets total in your whole life. All right, so everybody's going to see this right now. This is what Jason look like. looks like pouring me a bottle, a little bit of monkey shoulder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pour him the whole bottle. No, Here you go. Oh, this is Mr. Smith. Watch. S. Smithsonian Poles. I poured you a big-ass one. Oh, you fucking... I did. I was just like, you're taking it all. But, yeah, I'm drinking uh, Oregon Blossom wine. It's good stuff, dude. Yeah. It's uh, I've had it. Man, maybe this is like my third bottle that I've had. But I only tried it a couple months ago, and I'm not a huge wine drinker, really. Every once in a while, I just feel like I don't know, being cool. <laughs> I think I think a couple of you guys out there, if you're not like drinking wine all the time, you're like, oh yeah, wine does make you feel cool. They got a cool little glass, all kinds of fun stuff. But yeah, man. I'm uh, tweeting. Oh, that's good. I don't do this, people. This is fucking <laughs> really weird for me. Aaron's like looking at fucking Twitter right now going, oh my God, I've never tweeted actually ever. So 
I commend you, my friend. Dude, I I haven't done it a lot either, mm-hmm. but I figure it's a way to promote us and our yeah. thoughts and what we do. And so we're trying to do this, and we suck. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're working on getting it better. And we're honest with ourselves. Yeah, there's no reason in fucking getting ourselves mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So, my new Your wallet. wallet. Yes. <laughs> Did you get it already? Dude, I have it, yeah. I haven't seen it. You didn't oh, show me the transition I should piece. have. I should have. It's okay. It's, it's I'll cool. see it later. I want I want you to describe it to me first as uh, best as you can, and that way when I look at it, I can judge to see how good your description was. Okay. Go. Yeah, dude. So, <laughs> I still got the trifold, right? <laughs> oh, you're stuck with the trifold. I, of course, dude. It fits best. So do I don't you, know. The do money find, looks so nice in there. It does. Do you find that the trifold gets too thick? Um... Yeah, but I need more pockets. You know what I mean with the double fold. I mean, I guess see, you I go can. with the bifold. Yeah, I go, I go with the bifold. Yeah, and I don't know. It stays flat. thinner. It stays thinner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, dude, it feels really wrong to sit in a seat without a wallet in my pocket. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, I almost feel like when we work out. I almost, I really almost feel like when we're working out, I should have a back pocket in my gym shorts so mm. I can have a wallet in there. Just so <laughs> right. when I sit on the benches, I feel like I'm level to lift weights with. Right. It's like my butt naturally got a divot from a wallet throughout time. Dude, I look really <laughs> weird with no clothes on because I have a divot on my fucking one butt cheek from a wallet in my pocket. Nice. No, I always freaking, I rocked a wallet, dude. I like brought it up to somebody because uh, in my store, the wallet mod or whatever, how the wallets are arranged on the shelves, they basically uh, got changed around. They used to be on shelves, and they used to like rest on there. Kind of always looked a little un, and eh, looked a little sloppy. So now it's all hung up, and it looks good. So I went through, and I was like, "Oh, dude!" I went to like three freaking stores trying to get a wallet, and I didn't ever really. I don't know. It's been a long ass time since I got a wallet, so I didn't. I went to three stores thinking it'd probably be easy. I could not find a freaking wallet for the life of me, dude. So I went to my store, um, not really expecting a whole lot, but I don't know. You guys had a good selection? Yeah. Cool. So I got a freaking George trifold wallet that is, it was only freaking nine bucks, but it has uh, uh, RFID protected credit card uh, data theft. (laughs) So it's got... You know, it's made out of a special material that that will not let it be scanned by radio frequencies. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that was kind of rad. Um, not like I don't know. I didn't have to pay really extra for it. <laughs> you know, it's only nine dollar wallet, and it's made out of super thick freaking material. So yeah, I don't know. But the differences between a wallet and a purse, or you know, a little handbag, or what was hey, what was the words? What's up? Earlier, I said midweek Wonderland bazooka. Oh, salad balls. Salad balls. <laughs> Hashtag salad balls. Yeah, we came up with a thing. Salad balls. Okay, so I'm tweeting. I, I was gone for a while. Jason was talking. It was awesome. And I was just really struggling with this. Um <laughs> So yeah, we got a picture of Jason in his buffness and his glory pouring me some fucking monkey shoulder. It's on Twitter. You guys can follow us on Twitter if you tweet, if you do such things. Um, And you might start, you you know, we're working on it, so you'll be seeing more random little pictures and things and comments from us. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll in the future we'll stay with you through the week. We'll Twitter paid all over you. And you guys can tweet at us if you are one of these tweeting peoples. Um, hey, at time and stuff. Because I do at time and stuff pod. At time and stuff pod. Yep. At time. Hey. Yep, at time and stuff pod. Cool. And um, you know you can get at us that way. And um, ask us questions, tell us things, because we're on this front now too, guys. We exist on multiple places. We're not just Facebook horrors. We're trying to expand. Who knows? We might do more stuff. And oh, we have Periscope, so yeah, it, it actually would be great if anybody out there listening would tell us if you know what it is, or if you actually do use Periscope, because we do, and we will go live from time to time. Yeah, we will. Like when we're excited about getting new records, because we get new freaking vinyl all the damn time. We got some yep. good shit coming up, oh, dude. <sighs> you guys are gonna be fucking stoked. We've been doing some research. We've been talking to the legal peoples and everybody like that for you know worrying about playing money or playing music online and doing this thing. And so far as we've talked to from everybody, um. We're clear, man. We're, we're good. Not, we're not doing anything illegal. No, no. We uh, because of the the medium at which we're broadcasting this, it's not a, um, it's not a like an actual radio show because you guys can choose what episode you want to listen to it when and what part of the episode you want to listen to, um, and so in that way, we're not like radio. Mm. Um, it's a yes, it's a public performance, but it's online. And we're not using digital copies of our music. Yeah, you won't be able to like click a link to their music from our page. Really, like, yep. There's we'll no reference them, give them credit for it. But yeah, because it's not our music; it's their music. But we're not doing this so you can hear their music. We're doing this because we enjoy it, and it's educational. Kind yeah, of feel. we're using it to show you, hey, this is a thing that influences us. This is music we like. We're going to talk about the songs. We're going to talk during the songs and show you, tell you what parts to listen to and things that coming up. And right, you know, this is part of our podcast and what we want to bring to people that we hear. Mm. Um, we're not doing this to give you people's music. No, we're trying to highlight you know certain things that we like about it and you know if anything encourage people to find new music out there yeah you know even if go it out is and buy old, their albums even if it is older music you know what see, I mean? the thing old is, yeah. stuff is really good see stuff. we we've bought all these albums we own every one mm. we've we, we took the time we spent the money mm. and they go to the publishers because we've done some research so you buy you know when the erect now yeah we get some records used at vinyl shops and stuff like that but we have a lot of these records that we bought new. Yeah. And that goes to the publisher, man. That goes to the people in the band who makes the albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we want to show our appreciation and hopefully turn you guys on to good music that you know and you can go and, you know, buy them yourself. Because we Definitely. do not condone stealing music. Oh, hell no. We're musicians. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go out there and freaking support local bands and, you know, check out the freaking scene. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And, and buy freaking vinyls. And Speaking of which, Noise Brigade has a show coming up. Ow, ow. That's cool. Right before I go back to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we should do it. Hopefully oh, yeah. get those guys on before their show. They can yeah, talk maybe. about it, promote it. That'd be it. sweet. That'd be cool. We'll try and get E on here first. Yeah, that'll be a good time. And then uh, him come on, do a little break. You know, we have to have one podcast with Elias. 
<laughs> talk about everything that we've been through and go through that whole route and tell some funny stories and oh heck yeah and then we'll have the, a couple of noise guys on oh yeah dude whoever will freaking want to come in Maybe yeah it could be a big old group thing and just have them all yell at us <laughs> dude that'd be fun <laughs> it would Actually, be we fun could, i would love to pack all four of those oh fuckers you know in they'd be, tiny room. oh man you know they'd be all upon each other we could really like scoot this stuff back a little bit no nope. put the couch nope. in no nope. we wouldn't we wouldn't move it no just we'd ma- make them suffer make them all lay on it'd be more authentic that way it's true this is our area <laughs> this is an indefensible wall. <laughs> yes, this is Alea. <laughs> We're gonna build a wall. It's gonna keep out all the other people we're interviewing. <laughs> They're gonna pay for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With their credibility because they were on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right? So they gotta be important. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, uh, I love you. I love you too, man. This yeah. is great. Um <laughs> No, so Okay, wallets. I love it. So I, I, I rock a bifold. Yeah. And the one I have now, this is currently my third, technically my third wallet I've ever owned. Um, so the first wallet I ever owned, I owned for nine years. Well, no, sorry. It was it was like a remember the old Velcro trifold. Oh yeah, Right. Oh yeah. I had that one and I was like five, and I I stuck like my I don't know little cards. I library was card. I, I don't. I didn't think I Read had a library card, card at five, but I had like a Lego membership club card, and I had a detective card. And like all these other little, maybe I was older. Like a five. Delta Airlines card or something. Did you have one of those? No. I had remember like a- Coke cards. Do you remember the Coca Cola cards? They were point cards that you would get with buying a six pack of Coke back in the day, way uh-huh. back in the day. And then you could rack up points on them from buying Coca Cola. <laughs> so I had I had a couple of these Coke cards, and I had. Um, I don't know, just some weird old cards from back in the day, man. I, I I don't remember what they were. I had an old license of my dad's in my wallet. <laughs> That's um, awesome. And I had it for a while, but I don't know. I just didn't find it. And then when I was like eight, let's see. No, no, I was older. I was like, I was like 11. I was like 11. Um, my older brother came to up to visit and he left a leather wallet there and it was a bifold and it was a leather wallet. And it, that was, and that was, so that I took it and it was mine. And that was the second wallet I ever had. And I rocked that fucker mm. for like nine years, 10 years. I was like 21, 22 probably when I finally got rid of that. No, oh, maybe I was a little older. Holy shit. I had that wallet for a long time. <laughs> That leather wallet finally fell apart, but the one I have now in my pocket, I've had since I was 23. Beth got me this wallet. It was made out of Tyvek, and I got it from Sugar Mags, and it was one of them Tyvek indestructible wallets. Oh, yeah. And so so I wore that wallet until the Tyvek wore out. Dang. And then I cover, I wrapped it in duct tape, and I made it a duct tape wallet around Tyvek. I'm figuring Tyvek and duct tape, that's a pretty badass wallet. So I did this turquoise blue wallet and wrapped it all in duct tape. Anyway, I, I wore that fucker out. I, I wrapped it in blue right after we moved here was when I wrapped it in blue. And then it lasted like two years, the duct tape, and then the duct tape finally wore out. Mm. 
and it was starting to fray. Damn, dude. Yeah. And so then I wrapped it in this black duct tape, and this is actually gorilla tape. This isn't duct tape, it's gorilla tape. And so it's been in my pocket now for about eight months like this. But the interior of it, <laughs> you can, shit, you can see on the inside. You can, there's the Tyvek. There's oh, the yeah. original print of the Tyvek, and then there's the blue. So there's uh, the sign that it was blue at one time. But what I love about this wallet is two main pockets, you know, on the front. You open it up on the front, my card pockets. Uh, but it's got two pockets for money. Uh, yeah, that's my that's what my last wallet was. Trifold, but three or uh, two pockets. Yeah. And, and you had, but you have three individual card pockets, right? Up and yeah, down. Yeah. See, I, I like that, but I have I a have, lot of fucking cards, dude. I had no idea how many cards I had until that's I, what I thought like, that's a bit. Oh yeah. You got a bit of fucking cards. Dude. Both sides. I, I have yeah. a lot of, it's weird. So <laughs> for, for some reason <laughs> I, I, I was looking through my cart, my thing the other day I have things from fucking i have a tattoo card from that tattoo place there's a tattoo place there's a tattoo place there's a tattoo place and there's a tattoo place i have all these business cards from all these tattoo shops and i haven't got a fucking tattoo since i've lived here damn and i've just been like going in places Dude, you need looking. a tattoo sounds like bro you're I, it, you're I, itching and you don't even know i'm itching really bad i already know what i want i just need to be able to fucking afford it mm-hmm. i've given myself tattoos i've gotten Oh yeah, I've got. Well, I did our fucking gas can, our bro tat. Yep, I, I did our bro tat on me. Um, I redid and colored in my some of my Looney Tunes characters. Mm. Um, and then I did the Full Metal Alchemist piece on my upper thigh. That was seven hours. Oh yeah, that I tattooed myself for that, and it's not even done yet. You tattooed my chest. Yep. No, I've done. I've done quite a few tats. But, dude, like, me tattooing myself is a wholly different thing than getting tattooed. Mm -hmm. The last time I had somebody tattoo me, I was 21. It's been nine years since I've had another person give me a tattoo. How about that? that's wild. But, no, I'm ready. I just got to be able to afford it. I need to have the extra money that I can go in because I'm going to be... I'm getting a full sleeve, and I'm going to get all the outline work done in one go. Yeah. So it's going to be at least four or 500 bucks, 600 bucks, depending on, you know, what the quote is. For, I have to find the artist that I n- can do it in the style I want first. Someone who's really good at a new age kind of newer Euro uh, cartoony but realistic style. Mm-hmm. Kind of a mix between the both. Not really photorealism, but I want a little bit of new age kind of. Um, oh, I can't. I can't think of what the name is at the time. At this time, but I don't know, man. It's coming. Heck tattoos, yeah. fucking tattoos. Tattoos. They're are so rad. addicting. They're fun. love it. I need to tattoo the other side of my body. I got three tats, and I only have, and they're all on the right side of my body. Yeah, the weak side. Which is kind of funny. Because your left hand... Oh, no, I don't mean weak side. Yeah. Because no, your, your, le- your left side. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your right side is pretty fucking strong. We do all right. <laughs> no, I'm ambidextrous. I know you are. It's yeah. amazing. You yeah. blow me away. Right. At the physical feats I watch you p- accomplish every day. Oh. Like today. Psh, whatever. Like even today. You blew me away today at the gym. Fucking throwing up some big numbers, my friend. 
Yeah, I don't know. We throw it up. It's all good. It That's is. the way it is. We always are killing it. Well, it's the positivity, man. Right. We have our days. We have our e- days. Each of us have our days. Some days I'm not feeling like, I don't know, my conditioning as far as longevity-wise isn't as good as it always is. And then other days I feel like I just can't stop, and I'm just like, I could lift anything. Put it in front of me. I yep. don't know. It's weird. I don't know. It really has nothing to do with like how much I've worked or anything. Like no, I've, I haven't found I haven't found like a consistency where like I can just like no matter what walk into the gym and just like hit it super hard no matter what like every single day. Yeah, sometimes my muscles feel great and like I'll be mm. eating the same thing. I'll be getting mm. the same amount of nutrition in, and my body just some days will and some days won't do it as hard. Right. Right. And I'm like, it's, it's mental. It's gotta be. And mental. I'm thinking and a lot of it. I am like getting there too, thinking that it's mental and thinking like, you know, what? like we gotta get, we gotta find a rhythm to get us mm. pumped walking into the gym. Right. Right. Like some days maybe we just aren't as pumped to walk in as other days. So we gotta, we gotta find a song. We gotta find a something that we listen to on the drive over from the house to the gym pistol every grip, day. Pistol grip pump. <laughs> no, it's good. Some rage against the machine. God, see that's pistol grip is that our brings us jam. back. <laughs> so speaking of pistol grip pump, have yeah. I ever told you my weird Arizona freeway story involving that song? Maybe. So, ooh, I got really, I got really loud for a second. It's all good. I know I'm You not. were born in the darkness. I was raised in the darkness. <laughs> and my axe. No, I, don't I don't even know. <laughs> I didn't even say that right. Batman fans are going to be like, you said it wrong. <laughs> Bane is awesome. I, I was Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was Sorry, I was, tra- I was trying to do it. I go, Bane, he talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I wasn't doing what you were doing. I don't know what I was doing. But either. that's okay. It's totally fine. Yeah. Where was I going? Oh, pistol grip pump on my lap at all times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, so dude. One time, me and my buddy Jeremy and Ricky, uh, we, we were just three bros, and we were going to college together, and they lived in the same apartment complex but down the building from me. And Jeremy is a super tall guy like me, and he looked like Rusty. And so, like, we we just instantly became friends, and we were, like, these weird, tall, lanky guys who would, because we had to wear steel-toed boots at my college, because uh. we were in, a, in an automotive school. So, we would hacky sack every lunch period. We'd go out <laughs> in the fucking parking lot in the sun in Phoenix, 110, 115, 120 degrees, and fucking play hacky sack. And we got a pretty good circle. Sometimes you have like fifteen fucking people come around and just damn like dude getting these big hacky it's like sack the circles. Nineties, <laughs> dude. It was really it was two thousand and five. I know, but Jesus, dude. Two thousand two thousand and five really was like the nineties. <laughs> I mean, so? com- dude, it's two thousand seventeen. We yeah, have virtual true. reality. We have drones yeah, true, true. that deliver our mail and our canned goods, dude. We have drones <laughs> that deliver us products because we're too late to get out of the fucking house we have virtual reality we have augmented reality (sighs) everything is at our fucking fingertips with technology yeah 2005 (laughs) was the fucking 90s i had xbox one and dial up internet brother yeah true (laughs) it was 2005 
craziness. Damn. I know. But anyway, so me and my buddy were we we had gone to the mall to look for chicks because that's hey, what we did for chicks. real. We drive up to fucking northern. Uh, Northern Arizona, well, fucking Northern Phoenix. What was the name of that mall? The uh, Arrowhead Mall in North Phoenix. And we'd go in and fucking walk the mall and look for girls because we were 19 and fucking didn't know anything but our fucking inside our hands. Chasing tail. God, that was that was a struggle, dude. Like, yeah, all of us were from. So I was from Alaska. Um, Jeremy was from Utah, and Ricky was from Idaho. All small town boys, dude. So mm-hmm. all of us were pretty redneck at the time. Like, I, well, they're, they, I, they're still pretty redneck. They, they <laughs> went back there. I, I don't know. I don't consider myself as redneck as I was anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I, you know, that's how it was. <laughs> Anyways, we were coming back from the mall doing something, and we were riding in Jeremy's car, and he had a little uh, Suzuki, no, um, yeah, Suzuki sidekick little tiny thing like little tiny four-wheel drive car two doors um and we're cruising back and we're listening to that song we're cruising on the freeway late at night we're on the 101 heading south and we're listening to pistol grip pump fucking turned up we're fucking having a good time we're 19 ricky got a number from a girl like this Ricky! is this I know, dude. Good job, Ricky. Knowing Ricky, he was it was dude. It was he was elated, dude. Anyways, um, so we're cruising, and all of a sudden, up off an on an on ramp comes this fucking Honda Civic, <laughs> just stupid loud fart can noise, you know. And there's a guy. It's a four door Honda, Honda Civic or Accord, whatever it was, four door, and they're driving, and there's. They were of the um, Latino Mexican descent. Okay. And they rolled up on us in this Honda and had the guy out the back had a fucking shotgun. And it was a sawed off. Damn. He had the sawed off shotgun, fucking pump action sawed off shotgun. Damn. The the stock was cut off, wrapped in duct tape. Fuck, and dude, they that's ro- legit. They, they rolled up on us and, set, and just fucking. Out, he hung out the window with his bandana on his head, white t shirt, and the shotgun pointed right at us. I was in the passenger seat, and he came up the on ramp like this and just slowed down. And there was a shotgun pointed right at me in the lane next to me. And we're listening to Pistol Grip Pump by Rage Against the Machine with our windows down because <laughs> we're white as fuck, dude. We right. are white as fuck. And these guys just roll up on us four deep in the car. Fucking shotgun out the window, hanging out the window. Guys in the front have the top button buttoned. And, you know, I mean, oh, for yeah. oh, real. Yeah. <laughs> They're not fucking around. And so we just, I go, gun! And I, I just yelled, gun as loud as I could and Jeremy just slams on the fucking brakes and we get way over to get off on this next off ramp coming off of Olive or something like that um, and just dive Bail. dive off the freeway as fast as we could and those guys, they didn't stop they didn't follow us or no, nothing they, they, just, just, they kept on going they're there for a show a hundred percent they just wanted to but show you yeah. had dude we were like literally I had tears in my eyes I was oh, yeah. so fucking scared I would have fucking made a little poop I would have made 
I would have probably made a little. Dude, I've, I'm even like tantalized thinking about it right now. My heart's palpitating. Oh yeah, it, dude, it was it was pretty intense. Yeah. I had I when I lived in Arizona for that two and a half years, I had four significant gang experiences, and that was one of the four. And like, literally, I I l- bad, pretty fucking crazy stories, dude. Like, right, seeing. Like we we yeah we live in a Phoenix or <laughs> Portland here and it's dude this is nothing compared to like what what outskirts of Phoenix is like dude yeah especially that's be especially twelve years ago mm. like it it was another world over there dude I had a flip phone still I got my very first cell my very first cell phone I ever owned I bought one in Arizona. I yeah. got in Arizona first time. My very first so- cell phone contract ever was in 2000, late, late 2005. First, my first cell phone. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. <sighs> I didn't have a cell phone. I, I shared a cell phone with my mom mm. in high school, and I would take it only when I went on road trips for sports. And that was my senior year because we didn't have a cell phone my junior year. Right. So well, senior year, I had a cell phone I shared with my mom. Yeah, our senior year, like kids in our class were just starting to get fucking Nokia's. Like every, yeah. like a lot of the kids had Nokia's, I guess. But. What were the newer ones? Oh, razors. Uh, Motorola razors. People had yeah. people were getting razors in two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah, that was God. the first razor. Surfing that came the out. internet on those fucking phones, dude. God, what a task. The pages that the people, bloop, bloop, God, bloop, writing bloop, web pages bloop, bloop, bloop. for fucking mobile phones back in that day it had to have been a nightmare. Jesus Christ, or, right? Uh, writing code for apps, I'm sure, was just like the shit. Apps, thing. they didn't have apps yet. They well, wasn't kind of did, because apps was just applications. But. I know, but they there wasn't the term apps mm-hmm. like we think of them today. Dude, just, it's in your apps. No, that wasn't a thing. That wasn't lingo that we used. Not in probably 05. No. Not the average person. I don't know. I I wasn't saying apps then. Right. I was barely even functioning with fucking MSN Messenger. <laughs> dude, that was the way to get a M- hold of people. And, MSN and to, Messenger, dude, dude. If you wanted to find like parties, girls, talking to girls, yeah. getting beer, getting... So much freaking... Man, yeah, every, so much shenanigans. Ev- everything oh, ever shenanigans. in the history of ever was planned on MSN Messenger. Dude, I remember there were some of my friends that I could only get a hold of them through MSN Messenger. Uh, yeah, for like real, Kyle. I, like, <laughs> yeah, and it was at any time of the day, no matter what. It's like, dude, how in the fuck are you on Messenger like, like, right dude, now? Dude, it's one thirty. I'm in class right now. <laughs> what the fuck? How? Man, no worry, man. What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> like dude you didn't stay home what the yeah fuck i saw you 40 minutes ago How are <laughs> yeah. you? like this uh, is fucking nuts dude no time back right. then is it was a different it was a dude w- the world was not the same then. maybe it was just a bigger deal when people were you know what I mean? Everyone's connected now. So it's just God, like, are we God, this already guy's that? really always on. It was just like, it wasn't like this guy had a nice phone that was just always on. No, you had to do work. <laughs> you had to find a computer. You had to get on. You had to have a log on code. You had right. to be able to break any security if there was one. Like you had right. to really do work to get on a computer it back was in strenuous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
You and had to then, fucking kickstart it. And then you would, <laughs> well, not only that, but you had to hope their internet service was good enough. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes MSN Messenger would be like, dude, it's too slow. Dude, there's five people online right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude there's, we're there's we're having problems. Five people, dude. You can't have five people online right now. Like, you better get the fuck off that computer. You know our limits. Three can be people online. Dude, it was a crazy time. <laughs> no, man. it really, really probably was that bad. <laughs> it w- In Alaska, at least. Like, well, it, we had we had issues. Man, I remember. <laughs> we still have issues. God, dude, I, there are so like that was really the first. Okay, so do you remember one one thing that I really got hooked on really early as soon as I got internet at my house? Besides <laughs> porn. Besides porn, yeah. The first thing <laughs> I, got, I got really hooked on besides. Like I remember finding little porn clips <coughs> back in the day when I was like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, uh-huh. and so we had we had three and a half inch floppy drives, the little <laughs> ones. And I remember when like 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 the don't talk about porn in your three and a half inch floppy drive. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> damn it! Oh, you went there. That's so silly, um, dude. So I totally remember the um. Having when when those when they would hold five hundred and twelve megabytes, uh-huh. and we had a five hundred. Oh, so you, really you had a five. You had a five hundred and twelve megabyte floppy drive, and so we were downloading like twenty <laughs> second clips. You know what I mean? Twenty second clips, thirty second clips, and you could hold like three clips per for per, per floppy drive. And, and but floppy drives were cheap as fuck, dude. And you could go, and at that time they were mass producing them, so we could go to Fred Meyer's and get like a pack of sixteen floppy drives for like five bucks, and they were all different colors. <laughs> and so me and my buddies would pass around these floppy drives in elementary school, and then <laughs> oh we'd all God. go home and we'd all get these videos, and we get like two or three little fucking twenty second videos, and then we would just pass them around, and they were like they were contraband. They were cigarettes in a fucking prison camp, dude. Yeah, basically for, for three trading, years trading them. Dude, it was it was fucking Barry Bonds baseball cards, man. <laughs> you got the purple one, dude. I know. I heard the purple one has this video. <gasps> no way. The oh my god. Oh, dude, the red ones on fire. Like you guys like, and it was just these fucking cart, these fucking floppy right. disks, dude. It was they hotter quick. than they Pokemon were easy to cards. <laughs> for real, dude. God. It was. It was an amazing. Do you remember time. the first time? It took do you remember so the long. first time that you got did? We ever talk about porn? this? Have we ever talked about this? I don't think got we got caught about what we. Okay, the first we, time you ever saw porn. Oh, I have no. I don't think we've ever talked about the first time I've ever saw porn, and I know we haven't. Have you, were you ever caught with porn? Um, by by your parents? Were you ever caught with porn? I don't. I don't know. I because I was. My and dad claims up and down he caught me jerking off in the bathtub. But I think I was just like washing a special spot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, I don't if, think I was really just going for it. You might have but had, who really cares if I was? You know what I mean? So. No, absolutely. <laughs> um, I was never, I was never caught masturbating, mm. but I was definitely caught having sex. Oh, I, oh, I was <laughs> de- okay. Yeah, I was definitely caught having sex. Like ass bare in the air having sex <laughs> it's happened it's happened um, yeah but i was also caught back in the day like 14 15 in that range um like when i started looking at porn i was found my mom found porn on a computer gotcha i think a lot of guys get that so so it was like it was a, that was a big deal 
that was a huge deal because my dad had already condoned us looking at porn for like four years before my right, mom found out right. when he looked at it. My dad was like, dude, this is happens. And he, you know, if you're going to do it, I, I do love it. my dad for the fact that he told us this is not women. Yeah. This isn't real normal. He, he told us that this Sex. isn't real. Yeah. This is not how all women are. Mm. But this is a representation of the fun you can have with a woman. And this is like, this is sexy. You know, this is a thing that you can I- idealize and like, right. but this is not, and he was very, very adamant about that. So I've always, that's the way sex education probably should be. Yeah. Is like, open. like, look how open like, like that. Like, oh, look at the size of her tits. Aren't those fucking great? Oh, look how hot that is. Oh, like, you yeah. know, he. those were comments that I was, you know, very educationally told about. and But but shown at an early age, man. Ooh. I mean, I don't know. Some might say it's too early, but fuck, I was like nine, ten. Yeah. You know? And women were interesting. I was all, I can remember being right. 10 years old. It's not like he was pushing the issue. No, <laughs> it was like, it was like, like, it was okay. like I was hiding Penny magazines in my, my dresser drawers because they had pictures of women with bras on. Right. And I would just hide JCPenney magazines, dude. And, and like, that was, to me, that was porn at the time. And like, Hell yeah. Thing, <laughs> I, I remember being like, That's awesome. I remember being like 10. God. Like ten, and asking my dad for my first Playboy mm. at like ten. I did. I went. I just dad. I've heard of this thing. Like, there's this right. alleged thing that exists. <laughs> there's this unicorn out there, Dad. <laughs> no, is it a play? I want a Playboy. I want to. <laughs> I want to know what this is. He goes, son. So we had a we had a long discussion about it, and like it lasted a couple weeks, and like <laughs> and like him just him just like you know I, I I still I don't think he talked to my mom about it. I don't know. If you yeah. did or not, but I remember us having this conversation, and like he would just—I gotta let you know—and he was talking to you know he was talking to other people or just thinking himself. Maybe he was getting deep. Maybe he was getting really stoned and just like getting <laughs> to this like crazy thinking place. But um, and fine after like two weeks, I fucking saw my first fucking Playboy, and it was just you know magazine with girls and their tits out, dude. Playboy wasn't like full pen; it wasn't penthouse yeah, or anything like wasn't. that. It was just Playboy. Yeah. But it was posing. It was a nudie magazine, dude. And it yeah, was it was still legit for a young it, man. It, dude, it was very attractive women mm. with their shirts off. Yeah. Their breasts. Their breasts. Boobs. And that was that was a thing for me is like I've like it was also instilled to me like they're only breasts. You just theirs are, you know, mammaries. Yours are not. You both have nipples. They're their their breasts, they're right? Not this like coveted. Oh, I understand the 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 sanctity. I understand that that mm. feeling that women have, and and if it, they are, you know, like I don't want anybody to see my dick. Right, uh, privacy but, is a thing. Whoever is comfortable yeah, with whatever, that's but yeah, that's for them. But for me, yeah, no. I also completely see the side. Like if I'm allowed to walk around outside down the street if i can walk down the sidewalk with my shirt off mm-hmm. i think women should be allowed to walk down the street with their shirt off yeah if that's really it. i mean I, I i don't i don't see a difference me as just me my opinion i don't see a difference really between the upper half other than they are you know 
breasts of different size. Some girls will have almost no breasts. Some girls have huge breasts. They're all different sizes. Right. But it's it's a chest like a man. Some you I mean, don't want to see, just like a guy that's not appealing to look at. Yeah, you, you know, know what you I see mean? A guy, like, you see a guy that probably doesn't take care of himself. He's 400 pounds. Right. And, and you know, he yeah. walks down the street with his shirt off, man. And yeah. it, and if and the, he if he has the the want to do that and to show because he's comfortable in his own you know they're not going to say hey man <laughs> if you're going to walk down the street up. you have to cover that there no one's going to say that no not to but they're going to say it to a girl no matter what yeah and I don't think that's fair I now I understand lower halves no one wants to see the actual genitals of people but. Man, I don't. I don't know. I don't think breasts are genitals. That's right. the thing. There's a difference. There's a purpose for no, breasts. No one. You know I mean? There's a purpose for them. Like there's a reason why humanoids have boobs, yeah. <laughs> and it's a real reason. It's because yeah. babies need it. You know, just because, right. just because grown dudes love boobs too, isn't well, like. But it, it, it comes there's from a separation. It, it comes between, from people being uncomfortable be, with sexuality. Yeah, yeah. There needs to be a separation between like sexuality and just you know visually or well. That's yeah. a woman's like like somebody's gonna go. Oh my god, the little boys are gonna get boners if they see her. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they're gonna feel something in their genitals. They're not supposed to feel that till they're married. Like <laughs> whoa, like you know, you could be that person. <laughs> if you were like an older woman, you Did could you fake like that, that so well. You I f- don't know. It's just this thing. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta make it sound like you're about but, to get run but, over. But man, you know, people are gonna feel that way. Guys are gonna feel that way. Females, you guys feel that way. It's you, always funny the guys. You look at a picture of it. a guy. You women, you look at a picture of a guy. You get a little turned on. It feels different for guys and girls, but you do. You yeah. Get, you get turned on. We get turned on. That's a part of life. Right. Sex is cool. Sex is normal. And it's we, healthy. We feel those ways to let us know that we're like alive, that we are a propagating active species, that we exist and contribute with things. If we didn't feel anything, if we didn't look at other people and feel ways about them, our existence would be pointless. I think it'd be meaningless. Right. Well, yeah, you, I don't know. You, if you f- didn't have that when you were like young and like, I don't know, like we are established and, you know, but still, I mean, I don't know. People are still people and yeah, I don't know. You, everyone recognizes when someone's beautiful. doesn't matter if you're yes. married. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, been in a committed relationship for however long, but not married. It, you know, it doesn't matter if you're completely single. Like, no matter what, people are going to have perceptions of other people, whether it be an attraction or it be like, you know, just eh, <laughs> that person's kind of not my type. You know what I mean? But absolutely, that's part of. But it's it's reactions. Being, well, it's, it's part of reactions, but it's also part of being healthy about your not not only your existence, but your relationship with other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, <coughs> if we're not going to be all, all be honest about how we feel or what we think about being with each other. Like even just, you know, between me and Beth or between you and Jada, when you're walking around or, Mm. you know, we all talk about the stuff we see. 
Most and, definitely. And and we have conversations about our opinions on the world and the the, the what reality we exist in. Yeah. And sometimes I'm, we bring up someone. And, and so and so <laughs> and absolutely, me and Beth will be out somewhere and as almost as because we're open and we are actually able to discuss sexuality it's a normal thing of human you know mm-hmm. she'll go oh look at that girl or oh look at that guy and i can comment just as easily on the attractiveness of a male as a female yeah i understand true people are attractive i think that's healthy you know we Honestly. can tell each other that and now me saying that and me being okay to point out a girl or a guy like uh, hey do you think that guy's cute what do you, you know Ooh, do you, do you like guys with muscles that big? No, no, those are too big. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that guy's cute. Or, hey, check out that girl. What do you think of her boobs? Right. You know? Ooh, yeah. Those pants are make, don't really make do very good shit for ass, do they? <laughs> oh, no, they don't. Or, you know, she'll point... Like, those are things that we point out with each other, and we'll talk about that. It doesn't right. mean that, like, I'm cheating on you in my mind with that person. That's, yeah. That's not what's happening. mm mm-hmm. I'd actually be more worried about the person that like gets super mad when like that person is, you know what I mean? The person that gets overly passionate about the girl that's, uh, you know, walking around without a bra on or something like that. Uh Those people that are just like, can you see, can you stand up? Can you see if it's a problem, just don't look, you know what I mean? Like it's more of a problem that you're probably, you have a problem. (laughs) Like you have the problem problem, Yeah, you know? And some people do things for attention and that's not like, that's not, you know, good, but everyone's entitled to do their own thing. And if it's not hurting you and you know, just open your mind up. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, there's a difference between trying. There's a difference between just, being you and expressing yourself and being individual and being gross, mm. being flagrant about it. <laughs> Everybody can see the people who are doing it on purpose and you know that person. True. But if you just have a problem with the way someone looks or the way they want to dress or how they want to appear to public, if that's just you ha- being a dick. <laughs> like people aren't they're not doing that to hurt you maybe they are trying to draw attention to themselves that's okay what kind of car do you drive do you drive a big truck you have 40 inch fucking tires on it do you have a loud exhaust on your car did you buy 20 inch rims do you have a stereo that you can hear the fucking system bump from fucking a block away guess what you want attention too just because yours is in the stuff you buy and theirs is on what they wear there's no difference between those people. Yeah, everyone has preferences and things that they want like to portray about themselves. It's like some of it's things that you like and that you'll yeah. just, you know, you might like big tires or you might like a big car. Absolutely, like big go for it. But then again, don't you, don't harsh on someone for what they wear when you're driving that and they could easily go look at the truck he drives. You know the gas mm. mileage that gets? Look what it does to the environment. Mm. Penguins are dying because of your truck <laughs> and the tire. Do you know what? It, you know how many oils have to be sacrificed for those tires to be made? You know how hard those penguins are sitting on those eggs for that long, and they're just gonna breathe that shitty air because of you, <laughs> personally. And those lives. God, what are you wearing? Are you penguins? a vegan? God, you have to eat meat. It's just like, you, you know, because vegans. There's both sides. Everybody can be right, and you can be wrong at the same time. I don't know. 
Yeah. That's my spiel. We had a good little spiel. I always like it when we, I don't know, find a topic that like has a little nook of like self-awareness involvement. Self-awareness. And then we can also make a little so bit of humor about it as well. Because it's so, it's so important to like, I don't know, look at yourself in different light and a different angle and try to see every, I don't know. Like with the leadership discussion earlier, like try to look at other people and how you are perceived. Yes. And how do people look at you? So there's this other, there's this thing that, I don't know, maybe we can talk about it more later. Maybe. No, fucking, let's talk about it right now. This will be what we could close on maybe. Okay. Final, so, so, final thoughts. So talking about that and talking about how other people see you, um, when you're thinking about actions and how they affect other people and how you, what you do affect other people. So there's this thing that I've, I learned about recently that has really captured my imagination and my outlook on my actions toward other people. Um, and it's called the veil of ignorance. Have you ever heard of it? I have heard of it. Okay, so the veil of ignorance is a tool by which you can blindly make a choice that is the best choice. Mm. So because you've only heard of it, I'll, I'll give you this representation. Can you think of a way? Okay, you have a group of children, mm. eight kids, and you have a cake and it's a birthday party. Okay. You have a bunch of birth. You have a bunch of kids there for a birthday party. Um, you hand one kid the knife mm. and you ask him to be the one to cut the cake up. How can you make sure that he cuts the cake evenly? You, you just, they're a bunch of kids and one kid has the knife and you say, all right, divide this up among yourselves. You have all the power, you, with the knife. You have all the power. How do you make sure that they do it evenly? Because, you know, some, I mean, some kids will just cut big pieces, cut smaller oh, yeah. pieces. Oh, yeah. So what would, you, what would you do to ensure that, they, he, that he would divide it evenly? Oh, it depends. If they were all, if, if they all knew that they were going to get cake no matter what, you know what I mean? Or if they're, because where I'm going with this is like incentives. You know what right. I mean? Or um, for a child, as bad as it Super sounds. Super hard. Yeah. Um, but I would say probably an incentive, you know, make all the pieces yeah. even. And then, so, you, then you will all get cake. So you know, the if way. If you can cut, if you can cut all the pieces equally. Then you can all share the cake together. So something to do that mm. without giving them a direction on how to do it. Because mm. that's the big thing is what do you do? What do you tell that child where you don't have to tell him how to do it? He has to choose to do it on his own. You have to give no guidance on how to cut the cake. You just have to give him an instruction that says, okay, here's the knife, divide up the cake. And whatever your instruction is not telling him how to cut the cake, he has to choose to make it as even as possible. So what you would do to, to apply the veil of ignorance to this is you would say, all right, here, little Johnny, here's this knife. Cut the cake, but you get the last choice of the piece. 
So he has to cut up the whole cake, and then everybody else in the room gets to choose their piece but before him. he gets it. Yeah, true. So he and gets the last sure choice. He knows. Yeah, so you you have to divide up this cake, but you get the last piece. Mm. Then he has to go, oh man, well, if I cut some big pieces and small pieces, I could be stuck with the small piece. He doesn't know what he'll get. Yeah, true. That's the veil of ignorance. You're mm. stuck between a decision of two things, and you could get either one. True. So apply that to something bigger. You're kidnapped. Okay? You have your little, there's a scenario where a guy kidnaps a little girl from an airport out in the front parking area of an airport. Families turn away for a second. In this scenario, you could apply that. And some arguments are like, you know, where morality comes from and other things like that. And you could apply the veil of ignorance to almost any scenario, I'm pretty sure, and say, all right, well, if you had to be, would you rather be the kidnapper or, the, or, you know, if you had to look at this thing, you could be taken in as the kidnapper mm. or you could be the g- little girl being kidnapped. Both of those things are happening. Both of those are a possibility for you to be that person. So if you had to open your eyes and all of a sudden you were a little girl being kidnapped, that you would know that would be terrifying mm. and possibly harmful and negative to your well-being. So looking at a situation where you could be either side of the situation, that's how you can make a judgment on what is the better action? What's better for well-being? What's better for me acting on other people? When I'm talking to this person at my work, when I'm driving and I'm around other people also driving, how am I acting to those people? How am I acting in society to not only be better for me, but also benefit the other people around me. Because mm-hmm. if I was being an asshole, would I want to be the guy in that car watching me drive by do this? Yeah, right. It would almost holds would you, I want to be that guy? In a sense. And, that, and so that's the veil of ignorance. And you don't know who you're going to be, but the action still occurs and you could be either one. Which Would you be okay being either side of that equation? Would you be okay with it? And if not, then it's probably not a good action to do. You know, you need to be able to pick an action where you're okay being either the one acting or the reciprocant of the action. Right. Take either side of you the need equation to, and try to make it or see you, it for its you equality. Want, you want to be okay with being able to be either side. Hmm. You know? Yeah. I definitely had heard of that before. Yeah. I, uh, so I, I, I recently heard that. I actually heard that on the, the podcast Dogma Debate with David okay. Smalley. Who, maybe you had freaking mentioned it. Maybe I had before. I think so. I, I don't remember. I, 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 we my, talk about a lot of we shit. We talk about a lot of shit. Man, my... Good I, shit. I vomit words a lot. I'm known for... You guys often criticize, dude, you're just talking too much, Aaron, already. And it's okay. <laughs> I know I do it. And I, I, I work on it. I I really do. I try to work on my word vomiting and being more concise on my points and <laughs> trying not to beat dead horses. Oh, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it happens. Oh, it's, yeah. See, I, I get lost on a topic sometimes or lose train of thought or, um, yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> See, right there. It's my <laughs> example. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think that we are all capable of being a little better to everybody. Mm-hmm. At any point in the day, I notice it in myself a lot. 
Attitude is everything. It is everything. And if you're happy and if you want to be good to you, if you find value in yourself and you want to be good to you, I think I've, I've been working on that. I've found some nice things about myself to be happy about, you know, mm. activities and, and being proactive in my everyday life, finding something to just do that is work, hard work, but other than going to work. Yeah. Cause I get that's paid. important. Well, like, like, yeah, you everybody you got you can all I'd suffered from it a long time. You can look at going to work as me doing work. But you're getting paid for that work. Right. That's just living. What are you doing? That's surviving. What are you doing that you aren't necessarily what work are you putting in that you to better yourself that you aren't necessarily getting back every time? That it's full compensation. Because sometimes the hardest work you don't see compensation from. Mm. But you have to put that work in. Well, yeah, like in, this podcast. in today's society. In today's society, yes. I would say, and it's kind of crappy. It is. In a way, because, I don't know. Either. But it's reality. We have to do it. We have to put in, I mean, look at the... <sighs> people, just, people need to learn, this is overall, people need to learn today that they need to do exactly what you said and to be able to talk to themselves and tell themselves that they did a good job. I mean, when you think about, I mean, now everybody's like kind of working for these big conglomerates and people are employed through people. But back in the day, dude, when you freaking like you ran a farm and other shit, like yeah. there was no, no one around to tell you you did a good job. No, you're right. There was no one around there just to walk up to you and be like, you know what? You freaking cut down this crop at the right angle and it's going to grow back better next year. No, you learned. You told yourself you were doing a good job or you weren't doing a good job. And I think well, that... You, but, but in no. that scenario, I agree with you, but in that scenario, if you didn't do a good job, you saw it in the outcome mm. of the crops. True. But your if, motivation, like, to keep going even though you failed. Yes. You yes, know what I mean? Like Exactly. That, that's the attitude. So today, what's mm. the motivation? All right? That's my question. That's, mm. that's the big thing. And like you said, you have to tell yourself to do a good job. Yeah. But you have to recognize on what is worth appraisal because just mm. getting up and going to your job and telling yourself you're doing okay. Dude, everybody has to get up and go to your job unless you're a lucky one. So that's the normal stuff. That lucky doesn't Lucky one. I don't quote know. unquote. I don't know. Some <laughs> maybe some people who don't have to work for a living aren't the lucky ones. No. Maybe you know they're the I, sad ones that are getting maybe, paid. To, maybe but like yeah, it's everywhere. Know. It's everywhere. You're right. The but, non-working. But those are not the things that you're like, yay me, I'm patting myself on the back because I can get up and just hold a job nine to five. No. You have to pat, you have to give yourself the congratulations for the hard work you put outside of that. Right. Make, get, like, have like a the hobby, same thing, man. like, don't, don't just like, I cooked dinner for myself tonight. Yay. Like, yeah, okay, good. You cooked yourself dinner. What, mm. what did you do to better yourself? Mm. What did you do to push something that is more than just sustaining? Mm. Yeah, I think that's really important too. That's the big. You gotta have work life just because. Yes, you, gotta, you have to. You gotta survive. Yep. But then, and then they're the lucky ones that make their enjoyable hobby, their freaking what they love to do, that betters their life. There are those people that make that their work. Yep. And then there are the ones like us that you know we work for our job, we make our money, and then we use that to make you know the outside when we're not there. But it's all better. of our time. That's the thing is. Is that what we're, what we're doing, starting to do more is I'm finding myself once I'm like I get off of work and instead of just like going, <sighs> I'm off of work and uh, and OK, chill. I'm not, I'm not going to do anything because I'm off of work. I just worked. 
I'm going to go, okay, I just finished that part of my day and now I have this part of my day. Yeah. And this part of my day involves work as well. And it's my day is not over until I've done all of the work available. Like for me to accomplish being a musician yeah. with you, mm. it takes work. Yeah. For us to accomplish this podcast, we have to do research. We have to talk to companies. We have to talk to licensing companies. We have to fucking find all this stuff out. We have to mm. fucking outsource. We have Sweet. to, you know, we fucking um, advertise ourselves. We're now a company for for wanting to fucking be healthy. We have to put work in to be healthy. Always. We have to put work in to keep a clear mind. I have to meditate at least three times a week. I have to at least separate myself for a little bit of time, three times a week to just clarify my mind. So I'm able to sit here for an hour. I mean, dude, we said we were going to do this conversation is amazing Oh, because we really <laughs> do fire. We're almost at an hour and a half on this son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. We, we no, but it's amazing. Cause no, it's like, good. like we, ha I don't know, man. We went to this, the gym today and we're still yeah, revved up. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. We already lifted all the weights. Now our mouth, our mouth is going to do the pumping. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Mouth <laughs> and our brains, our bodies may be tired, but our mouth and our brains aren't, dude. And that's, I don't know, man. That's part is, about keeping freaking busy and keeping like yeah. it's addictive almost. Like you do want to just like get what you can get done because then you you actually do see it. And and here's the thing is I know some people don't like say don't pay attention to the the micro gains. Don't don't count every number. Don't look at every number because. Then, you know, just, just do it. Just keep a, a routine and do it for a while and mm -hmm. see what happens at the end. And I understand that approach, but I have to count every number. Yeah. I, because then I know what my body's. I know what everything is doing. Mm. I know how much I'm putting in. I know what's coming out, and I know what my body's doing. If I'm, if I'm putting in a lot and I'm not gaining anything, that means I'm working harder or I'm not putting in enough. Right. Like, you know, there are ways to look at it, and you're, Every day you're checking, you're counting, you're oh, doing yeah. your duty and changing your diet just a little bit here and there just yep. to like you'll notice things that are a little bit better or uh -huh. oh, I was down weight and I think that's because I ate earlier or I ate later or something. The way your metabolism will kick in or you have, won't. I don't or, know, man. It, strictness with yourself. Like yeah. be your own worst critic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love yourself. No I'm not you know, but don't just let yourself off the hook. Because mm -hmm. like you said, when that farmer was there, he had no one to tell him he was doing a good job. He didn't, but he didn't let himself off the hook. He could right. have easily just said. F he still wanted it to be the damn best, dude. Yes. And that's how farmers in the fucking, I don't know, even now. That's make how it, fucking the hard work, dude. That, make that's still your there life in that industry. Make your life the best it can be. And it's hard work. And you don't get breaks. You don't get breaks. You can take breaks. That's okay. We all take breaks. Right. But recognize that you're taking a break from making your life better. Then get back to fucking making your life better. Everybody out there. Yeah. You guys, because we love you. Yeah. This is self-talk, too. We're, we're, we're talking. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, this is just a, mo this is a mantra for me. More than it is for you people. I'm saying this to right. myself. I'm telling it to Jason. Jason's telling it back to me. Right. This is a freaking. This is this is how we talk. If we didn't have microphones in front of us, we tell each other this stuff every day. Yeah, we try to be pretty dang real with each other too. What we like about you know what we've been doing with each other and yeah, 
I don't know. That sounds kind of funky, but no, man, <laughs> we're real motherfuckers, right? I I kind I pride myself. I I really strive to be the most real person I can be. I don't. I'm I'm gonna say things that upset some people sometimes. Mm. I'm they're just gonna come out of my mouth, right? But they're all with love, and I'm not lying at what I say. That's the right. thing. It's not like you're trying to tell someone a story or it's a or twist, conflate twist anything or just like make make a, a you know a huge f- a facade to an end with a, like no I'm I'm just I'm really I really care. Yeah, it's just how you see stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You can you, as easily it is if if somebody if somebody else can recognize that I'm being lazy. That I've all, I personally me if somebody else can recognize that I'm slacking a little bit or I'm being lazy or I look unmotivated and they go hey man are you okay is something wrong you look a little unmotivated you know you look a little down if somebody has to ask me that I already know I've felt that way for a while it's not like I just go on and then man you look down are you feeling okay <gasps> oh, oh I look down oh maybe I am down maybe I am. No, yeah. that's that's not You're what aware. happens. You're aware. Everybody knows how you feel before anybody else can even notice how you feel. You know it. There are people out there like that, dude. I, they're they just, just not. Stop. They're just not lying to them. I mean, they're just they lie to themselves. They yeah. they they don't want to. I mean, guys, I don't know. This might be getting off topic. More of what I'm. More, more, the basis of what I'm trying to get <laughs> to is. Be be honest with yourselves on how you're feeling and what you're doing to better your life. You know, you know the kind of life you want to live. It's what different. you want. It's different for everybody, but you know what you want. You know, also know what you need to do to get there. So do it. Take small steps. Don't go freaking a ball. You know, some people. I I know I, yourself. Know I, yourself. Know yourself. If but it's small there, steps, take small steps. If you need to just change overnight, because that's where you are, and you're cold turkey person. Well, do that sometimes, shit. sometimes the action, or sometimes the thing you need to change. I think I think there are some things, and this is I know this is pretty vague, but there are some things, regardless of the person, that needs to be facilitated over a long period of time mm. as a change. And there are some things regardless of the person that need to be just quit immediately. Mm. You know, some things I, I, right. I honestly couldn't just sit here and name a bunch. No, I but, gotcha. No, I feel the exact same way, but too, but the majority of actions are person to person different. You know, some people can quit a thing cold Turkey. Some people have to have a program, but yeah, the things, what, the internal difference the problems are all different but the actual overall feeling and how you got to that initial point is all the same exactly you know that's what that's that's pretty yeah that's what i was trying to get at so and they hit the actual problem and dig at that shit until you resolve it yeah (laughs) yeah don't don't gloss over don't just put fondant over it if you have a shitty cut cake with a bunch of layers and the tears are all fucked up Make those tears good. Don't just put fondant over it and smooth it and make the cake look smooth when the inside's all fuckery. Right, because someone's going to go and freaking Make sure those tears, look at it, make sure that awesome. cake is stacked nice. Yeah. They're even cut tears. You let them cool before you put the fucking frosting on them so they don't slide around. 
build that cake right, guys. <laughs> build that cake right. All right. That might be it. Build that cake. Fucking salad, salad balls. balls. That's it. Love you guys. Yep. Thank you for hanging out with us. That was the eighth. Yeah. Thank you for letting us just chat your fucking ears off for a while. I know we can maybe, I don't know. Fake bazooka sounds. Long-winded. Alright.